Which foot are you going to start next year on? Which side of the bed are you going to roll out of? Welcome to episode 42 of Hold That Note, which is a podcast where we listen to two Lightning Lucas songs. I'm Lightning Lucas, your host, and you may know, if you know me, that I also love the book Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams, in which the number 42 is portrayed as the answer to life the universe, and everything. So I'm pretty excited that we made it to episode 42, especially here in our first year of Hold That Note. I have high hopes for the next year, so I hope you'll continue listening to Hold That Note. Just a little more housekeeping. I really want to encourage you all to think of an interesting question for me to riff on and then submit it at holdthatnote.net by clicking or tapping the message button. And I also want to remind everyone that you can hire me to write you a song. It can be about pretty much anything. And if you're interested in this offer, please email me. My email address is lucas at lightninglucas.com. There's no E in lightning, and that's Lucas with a C. Both times. Okay, well, today is New Year's Eve Eve, and so you'll probably be listening to this on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, and so since this is not a current events podcast, I thought I would do two songs about New Year's. The first one is called Even If It Isn't New Year's Day, and the second one is called Which Foot? So I'm going to go ahead and introduce the first one, then we'll listen to it, then we'll have another question from my friend Simone, because none of the rest of you took the time to submit a question, which I realize also is totally my fault because there is just not enough of you yet. Someday, hopefully, there will be a larger group of you and the percentage of you that want to ask a question will be enough to keep me riffing all day long. So, even if it isn't New Year's Day was written... For the occasion of New Year's, several years back, it was definitely included in my effort to write a new holiday song every year. I really don't know what year it was. Maybe uh, we're going to guess 2017. But in 2019, my brother-in-law, Hugo, was in town and... He's a very talented musician, and he and I decided we wanted to do a collab, and what we did was take the Happy New Year song, and he produced it, and mixed and mastered it, and played all the instruments, and I just sang, and it was a blast, and this is what it sounds like. It's called Even If It Isn't New Year's Day. 
Thanks, Hugo.
countdown section there at the end is actually featuring my entire family, except for my brother, who was out of the country at the time. Also, there's a pretty good YouTube video that I made for that song, so I will put the link to that video in the show notes at holdthatnote.net. Now, let's have a question. Question, question, maybe it's a question, maybe it's a comment. This is a question for Lucas's podcast. My question, well, I have two questions. The first one is, how did you begin getting involved in music? Was your family very musical. Yeah, when did that begin for you? And my second question is, what continues to motivate you to continue forward with making songs uh, as, as frequently as you do? Simone, this is another great question. I really appreciate that you took the time to submit a bunch of your questions. And this was actually the first one. I uh, chose to answer the book question first. That was on episode 41. Anyway, in answer to your first question, I think music has been with me since the womb. I don't know that my parents sang lullabies to me while I was in utero, but I'm guessing they probably sang things to my older sister, and I uh, benefited from that. Um, Actually, I don't really know much about that, but I do know that I was sung to as a small child, and uh, particularly church music was a big thing in my life. Growing up, I mostly associated singing with Sunday, but later in life it bled into the week, for sure. My parents are both musical in their own way. My mom was a member of the EMHS touring choir when she was a junior and senior there, way back in the day, and I sort of insulted that touring choir a couple episodes ago, but I think it really has its place, and Uh, my younger brother was also in that choir years after my mother, of course. My dad, on the other hand, played a lot of sports in high school and was not in that choir, but he learned to sing in church. And his mother, who I didn't get to know because she died when I was three, was an accomplished pianist and also wrote poetry. And my mom writes poetry too, or she used to, at least. And both of my siblings have several songs to their name. And of course, as you just heard, my sister married a very musical man himself. So anyway, we are a fairly musical family. I hope that's enough on the first question. And the second question, what continues to motivate me, especially to write so much and so often, I would say it has to do with 
what Seth Godin calls the practice, just the idea that there's really no such thing as writer's block. It's more um, a feeling that you are not writing at the level that you once wrote at, and it's so you get through that by continuing with your practice. And so that's why I try to write so often just to go with quantity over quality in the hopes that that will also increase quality. And I think it's worked for me. Now with over 300 songs, I would say at least half of them are above average for me. Once again, thanks so much for the question, Simone. Now let's listen to the newest of my songs, which I finished, well, I guess I started it last night, and then I did a second session on it this morning, and then I recorded it this afternoon, and now here it is. And I decided to use the drum track because it would match better with the song where Hugo did the live drumming. Anyway, here it is. It's called Witch Foot. Which foot do I want to start next year on? Which side of the bed do I want to roll out of? Which foot do I want to start next year on? Which side of the bed do I want to roll out of? It's only a new year because somebody's been counting Based on something that I read recently, which 
talked, or maybe it was a podcast I listened to, that talked about the fact that even though many New Year's resolutions fail, some actually succeed, and therefore it is worth making them. And also that other points in life, like the beginning of a month or the beginning of a week, can correlate with success in habit change. My honorary godfather is part of a group that uses the concept of the 12-week year, basically trying to set goals in 12-week chunks instead of only setting New Year's resolutions once a year. And it seems to work for him because he's a pretty productive guy. Thanks so much to my patrons who make this possible every week, and I would love if you would consider becoming a patron. Here is the Patreon thank you song, followed by a brief outro. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for your generosity. I could not make music like I do if it weren't for people like you. Thanks so much for listening to episode 42. I would really love it if you would share this podcast with your friends and family if you enjoy it. And uh, please put your sticker somewhere that you'll see it to remind yourself to listen to the show and also make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This has been episode 42 of Hold That.